Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Strangers. The Strangers is a 2008 American horror film written and directed by Brian Benito. Kristen, played by Liv Taylor, and James, played by Scott Speedman, are expecting a relaxing weekend at a family vacation home, but their stay turns out to be anything but peaceful as three masked intruders leave Kristen and James struggling for survival. Writer-director Bertino was inspired by real-life events. The Manson family Tate murders, the Keddie cabin murders, and a series of break-ins that occurred in his own neighbourhood as a child. This is fucked. Yeah. I, it's the most scared I've been in a very long time watching a film. Yeah. I, I borderline did not watch parts of this movie. <laughs> I only Just. survived my experience of watching it because you two were there. Mm. And I was attempting some form of bravery, which I knew I failed at <laughs> when there were mo- like jump scare moments and I was the one going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were all doing that, so you're okay. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time because like, the thing wasn't super scary, and no. I've seen the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, so I knew what it was going in. Yeah. I haven't seen Strangers. This mm. was, and I forgot what it's like to not have seen a horror film. I was doing a lot of Wikipedia uh, IMDb trivia. You were during the movie. <laughs> I was looking up Scott Speedman. <laughs> like, we were, we were commenting on our socks, yeah. on the fucking the, the, the cracks in the roof. <laughs> Fuck. We we were pretty yeah, we we're pretty much doing anything we could not to look at the screen while also knowing or we've we've agreed to do this podcast. We should look at the screen. Like yeah. that's literally our jobs. I was thinking during it, it is amazing how when watching a horror film, you can be sitting in Carney's lounge room, yeah. very aware that everything that's happening on the screen is not happening to you. I can see Carney's socks, they're great, I'm hearing their backstory, and yet I'm still terrified by what's happening. It's Insane. I think this one, and I knew this would affect me the most, I think, out of all the ones we've sort of thrown up the idea of, of having to watch. Because mm. this one just feels very real. It is very it, real. Beca- be- yeah. yeah, because it is. Because I have a house. This yeah. could happen to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't have a house. It's Look, I took solace in the fact that my house is a lot harder to get into than your place. Damo, <laughs> I've never been to your house, but I assume my place is a little bit harder to get my into My house than yours. Is, is terribly easy to oh, no. break into. Like, Boys. it has been broken into. Oh, uh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you watch this? Why did you let us put you through this? <laughs> I, I don't really know. I didn't, To be honest, I didn't know. Who, who chose this film? Carney, you chose this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I I'm didn't really know sorry. what the Fuck film you. was until literally I was waiting in your lounge room while you were showering, <laughs> which, you know, that was less scary. But uh, <laughs> And I, I'm like, oh, I should probably look up what the synopsis of this film is. So I looked up the synopsis, pretty much what we just heard. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, who? Uh, this is all bad. So all sorts uh, of bad. I have a beef with the synopsis. Synopsis? Yeah. Good. I'm Sean Connery and I have a beef with a synopsis. Uh, my beef is that in that synopsis, it describes a relaxing weekend. There's no fucking relaxing weekend. No. It's a tense weekend of two people having a massive fucking fight. It's true. It starts off, she's in tears. Yeah. They're not talking. He's not speaking. He slams a door. Things are bad. He's proposed to her and she's gone, mm. It's a nice little premise for a movie too. Oh, it was, was actually nice. really good. I was reading uh, on one of the reviews or something like that. Uh, Scott Speedman actually said he he really liked what he liked about the script was that the audience actually gets time to breathe with the characters before things get scary. Definitely, which makes it worse when things get scary. Which makes it give worse. A shit about it's them. all about empathy. I think Damo, you were like, oh no, they're fucking they're investing too much. I yeah, care. I, I care. I, I like these people. Scott Speedman, his little heart is breaking. He's eating ice cream by himself. But, oh, and Liv Tyler's like, she's not happy, but like she wants to be. Yeah. And oh. she's disappointed because she's let him down, but she also needed to be truthful to who she was and what she wanted. There's a lot it's going a, on. There's a lot to unpack. And I was like, I am feeling trauma and I'm feeling emotionally attached to people that I know because we saw a flash forward where the house was full of blood and knives and gunshot wounds. And little Mormon boys. And little Mormon boys. Which aren't scary, but are scary. They are kind of scary. Mm. Uh, if I die, guys, don't let little Mormon boys find me. I won't. I won't get anywhere near the crime scene. Good. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Well done, mate. You hero. <laughs> That's how well I'll clean it. Um, no. Fuck. Um, I, I just I care about these people a lot, and yeah. that's what made the film infinitely more scary. Also because there wasn't a lot of jump scares. No. No. We didn't no. get a lot of... There was a couple. But we didn't get a hell of a lot of relief. Actually, mm. the ones, yeah, the, like the jump scare when he's outside the window. Mm. That's the on, first one. Oh, that yeah. fucked me up good. Um, but it's, it's probably the scariest shot in that movie is when she's in the house yeah. and then he just slowly just like wanders into the back of the frame. Yeah. Because he's coming through the back door or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then he just disappears. Awful. Just fucked. Just I'm getting so fu- awful. Yeah. So oh. not, not knowing where they are is scary. Yeah. And then knowing where they are, but. The characters not knowing where they are, also terrifying. Yeah. You know what I really appreciate in a horror film or any film really, but like a film that's going to take place in the one setting is when you have that kind of scene early on where you get the navigation of the of the house. Mm. We didn't get that with this and it annoyed me because I wanted to know the entry points. Right. You wanted- like, I, I'm aware that he's probably coming through the back door, I guess, maybe mm. climbs through a window, but I just want to know what all the points are and I want the characters to go through a process of of shutting all of that down. Oh, and then yeah, maybe yeah. there being something that they've missed or something like I wanted a little bit of that. And we know they missed it. Like yeah. the like the the the, the nail in um in quiet, quiet place. place. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. constant repetition of the nail and you know that it's gonna come and fuck them yeah. later when it's really crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think that's deliberate though? Just to make you to have to give you and the characters even less control over the situation. Probably, but I, I don't know. That that for me was one of those things where I'm just like, you're a fuckwit because 
Sorry, but if someone comes to my door at four in the morning, hmm. the first home? thing I do is... No, she ain't. She's dead. Go, yeah. I'm going to shoot you in the mouth. Well, if I can get to that, God help me. But <laughs> the first thing I would do is I, I lock all the doors. Yeah. And like the fact that... I'm just assuming that he got in through the back door. He... We, yeah, at one we point, don't know. At one point, he goes out to buy cigarettes and there's a bit more knocking at the door or whatever. And then... She locks the door yeah. after that. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean that the door wasn't locked? When he leaves, you would lock it. Sorry, there are a lot of things in this movie. We're, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. But I want to talk about, like, so it was terrifying. However, in the experience of watching this, I found that the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the film undercut all of the good work this film had mm. done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just seems really mean. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, movie. Yeah. I'm not scared of you anymore because I hate you. Well, that's the thing. Like, this movie was very unsettling to the point where it might have changed my life forever. Yeah. In the way that, like, my my kitchen, I don't have a blind up there. Right. So Do at now. night, if I'm doing the dishes, it's just a window yeah. and anyone could be there. But the movie- So shit- you know what, Sean? You never look out that window. It's true. But oh, no. the movie shit the bed so badly in the last 10 minutes that I don't look back on it and think- that I'm really scared. I look back on it with a little bit of frustration. Yes. And I, I wanted to be terrified. It, it kind of, the whole time there was this bubble of fear growing and they, that last couple of scenes just bursts it. Yep. Like, oh, There's nah, a really nice know. moment of heart where she, he finally spots that she's put the engagement ring on mm. yeah, when they know they're both about to die. Yeah. But I'm like, I wanted, and I, you also get the cheap scare at the end where she's still alive. That yeah. was fucking terrible. Yeah, a film that had worked so hard to get a cheap scare like that. Mm. I don't know. I just... I liked the idea of them taking off the mask so that you know, oh, we're well, mm. fucked now because yeah. they've shown their faces. So that's, yeah. this is game over. Yeah. But at the same time, it just felt need like there was no hope left. Mm. I, I And I, maybe it's a subversion, but I do... I, I wanted Liv Tyler to survive because she'd fought really hard yeah. and I was rooting for her. And then kind of she didn't. And there's that vague thing, we'll get better at it next time as they're driving away. Mm. And I didn't want to see the killers out of the context of that house. No. No. Shouldn't have seen them. I mean, I get the idea of like, oh, we've seen them. They could be just anyone on the street. They're taking yeah. like pamphlets off Mormon boys. Yeah. But just no, don't just. Yeah. They, they, I should never leave the house. We should never leave that house. And that's I, like my frustration with the movie was that it was aimed <laughs> it's going to sound dumb. It was aimed to make you afraid. Yeah. Fine. That's what horror movies are for. Yep. I can understand that. But this one was aimed to give you, like you say, no hope. It's like, hey, even if you fight and, and you know, struggle against these guys, you're not going to win. And it's daylight now and they've shown their faces and there's probably people awake. But you know what? They're still going to stabby stabby anyway. So, yep. oh, well, like without that hope, like I think the fear comes from empathy and without that hope, it's hard to empathize with them because it's wasted empathy. Yeah. There's, there's no reason to do it anymore because you're going to lose with them. And then the only thing that clue that she's alive is that cheap scream at the end, which is the jump scare that is a bit like, oh. Well, it's the jump scare it had avoided the whole movie. Yeah. Like, it had done really well to keep it in reality. Like, they, there was no one talking nonsense. Like, it was there was very little dialogue most of the time, mm. which I thought was brilliant because- yeah. That made it more real for me. That setting, you're not going to be jabbering away doing anything. You're in survival mode. You're just hiding or fighting. Like, that's it. There was a moment towards the end of it where the the, the younger girl of the 
of the home invaders uh, is asked by Liv Tyler, why are you doing this? And Tom, you were like, fucking please don't say because we can. And it didn't because it was at that moment a competent movie. Mm. Well, no, no, she did. She said because no, you were home. That was at the end. But that of the even movie, came though. later. Yeah. There's that one where she's hiding oh, in the pantry yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's Liv Tyler's like, why are you doing this? And I think, I don't even know if she says anything. No, she doesn't. No, she, she doesn't. Or she and then whispers. she goes and then she sits down at the, it's, yeah. when, it's when she's playing with the knife on the table. Mm. Yeah. 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 Or does she say, you're going to die? Yeah, she says, you're going to die. Or is that yeah. later as well? No, that's know. that bitch. She's like, you're going to die. And you know what? I actually don't mind that because she doesn't answer the question. She doesn't answer mm. it. Yeah. She just gives her a fact. I also like the fact she's the only one of the three to speak. Yeah. yeah. Is Tamara cool. home? That that whole sequence that's with the, light, the porch light not coming oh, on and not God. being on her face does my like, head in in a good way. I was like, fucking just I want to see her face. Yeah. Look at her face. Fucking see it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There was a, there was a lot of... Of sort of, I'm gonna fucking walk to my car after this. It's dark. <laughs> well, that was another thing. So, the, fuck. The weekend after watching this movie, I was at a beach house, <laughs> Carney's parents' beach house. Long story, won't go into it. <laughs> but me and my wife were there, and you mentioned the blinds before. So we're in your lounge room at night, and unfortunately, the three of us had made gags about me going to this beach house, which is the ideal location for a strangers type scenario. Yeah. And so there's one point where the blinds were open at night and I'm like, fuck, I better close these fucking blinds. But then I thought, no, if I close the blinds, at some point I'm going to have to look through the blinds, I'm going to have to open them slowly and that's definitely when I'm going to see someone in a mask standing outside this window. So then I didn't know whether to open them or close them because both were terrifying. And so I just didn't do anything. You left them open. <laughs> I just left them open. Let's oh. light out into the darkness. That's the criminal's like, oh, there we go. Someone's home. Yeah, but at one point she, she sneaked through the blinds and her slowly opening those blinds was more terrifying to me mm-hmm. than, than, I don't know, just seeing him. I don't know. It was all terrible. Yeah. It was all sorts of terrible. Yeah. To make matters worse, there was a, there was a quote I saw from the director, the writer-director. Uh, so it said it was based on real events. So yeah, as soon as that comes up, inspired by true events. I was like, I'm going to go fucking home. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I don't want to know about this. I I, I'm a real event. <laughs> right. I don't want to be inspiring any fucking movies unless they're about good blokes having good times. Yeah, Just three pals having a good time. Yeah. Three friends who are very good at hugging. Right. <laughs> so, well, the quote from this guy is about how he said there was, a, there was a number of break-ins in his area that was part of the inspiration for this film. So, here's his quote. He said, As a kid, I lived in a house on a street in the middle of nowhere. One night while our parents were out, somebody knocked on the front door and my little sister answered it. At the door were some people asking for somebody who didn't live there. We later found out that these people were knocking on doors on the area and if no one was home, breaking into the houses. Fuck. So that's all too real. And that's that's where he gets the opening bit. Is Tamara home? Is Tamara home? Oh, This happened when I was a kid in my area. Um, There were people and they would go around and it would happen at about 10 o'clock at night Mm. and they would knock on the door and if there wasn't an answer... They were breaking into homes and stealing shit. Yeah, well, it's, it's the, I do remember that. I would, I would have been probably nine or ten, I think, when mm. that was happening, and everyone was a little bit on edge in the town. About yeah, because it, it was a bit fucked. But yeah, far. Oh. Yeah, so I don't like horror. No, it brings back memories, repressed ones. <laughs> you smushed them down. I hadn't into thought your about guts. that. I hadn't thought about that in years. Thinking about it now. Fucking hell. Still yeah. thinking about it. Stop thinking about it, Sean. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Gotta watch a comedy. Let's go. Press pause. We're done. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, I think we've answered most of our initial questions. Were we scared? Obviously, yes. yes. This was a film Fuck very yes. well crafted oh, to make you afraid so of your own home and just pretty much anybody out there. So, yeah, well done. Uh, what did we think of it as a movie? It was very well crafted up until the last 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was extremely impressed until the 10 minutes. 
it did. It's, it's like you said. It solidified for us that if you're going to do horror, you have to have heart mm. uh, and hope. Sorry, yes. horror needs hope. But even to be fair, not otherwise always. it's misery. Not always. Uh, give me an example, though. And I'm, I'm willing to hear this. Right. So, uh, paranormal activity. Uh, I've watched like maybe the fifth one at okay. the drive-in. Uh, so wreck? No, no effect. Fuck what? I've watched Tom, a weird amount of horror. Tom, films. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're telling this to us. Okay. I don't know. There is a movie called Wreck, which is was remade into American film called Quarantine about a film crew that go into an apartment building that's been overrun by zombies and then they get locked in, like the army locked them in. Yep. And they film it right sure. the whole way through. The end of it is they trace the fact that it's been starting in the attic so that the last two people living, because everyone else has been killed or a zombie below them, sneak into the attic to find the patient zero, basically. Yeah. And the film ends where they get attacked, the cameraman gets knocked, the camera falls on the ground, you just see the, the, the news presenter, she's running around everywhere, and suddenly she's like slowly like crawling out towards the camera, and then the last thing on the footage is a bit Blair Witchy, just hands, and then she gets dragged back into the shadows. Okay. That's the end. Hmm. But- there's no hope there. No, no, no hope in the ending is okay. Hmm. Yeah. Is there hope throughout the film? Yeah. We've got to keep fighting. We're going to survive. Yep. Well, that this film doesn't have that. No. Because the there's last... no moments where they have victories along the way. No. They never get a one-up on the bad guys. And that kind of sucks. Even, even, even if it's false hope, because hmm. then, yeah. it, then it's more crushing when they lose. Definitely. Yeah, yeah no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've, I've proved a point that's wrong. You didn't really get false hope. Probably no. the closest thing is she picks up the radio and says mm. a couple of things and then it gets smashed. But even yeah. then, like, yeah. That never pays off either. No one comes to look no. for them. No. Dollface like, or whatever's in the background just watching her. Like, like yeah, you already know she's there, control. so you know that nothing's going to come from this anyway. Yeah. Except more scares. Yeah. There was another review I read which compared it to the movie Vacancy, which I haven't seen, but it said... It's a movie that I kept thinking it was. Okay. So that's when we like Luke Wilson and they're in a hotel and they get stalked in the hotel. Is that the right. premise? I, I haven't so. seen yeah, the movie. Yeah. I just know, like when I was looking it up, that's... Sorry, Damon. No, you're right. So basically for Vacancy, this review sort of said, Vacancy gave us a pair of heroes who fought like hell to survive, becoming closer and stronger in the effort. And I feel like that's what we needed. Yep. We had that one minute where they held hands and he saw she was wearing the wedding ring. But we needed more of that throughout. We saw them in a broken relationship at the start. This horrible turn of events should have brought them close together, even if at the very end they still got stabby-stabby. But at least we would have had this rising hope of yes. if they survive, they're going to be stronger for it. At Their no relationship is going to be stronger for it. At no point do they ever really team up. Like, they're together for a bit. Mm. Nothing really gets resolved in the relationship. He goes out to buy cigarettes. Yeah. Then later he gets knocked out and he they're split up for a long part of it and then they're together again when they're tied to up. To be and they fair, get yeah. the best part of the movie is Liv, like is Liv Tyler trying to deal with this shit on her own. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Scott Speedman's fucking useless. But, well, because he comes back and doesn't even really. <laughs> doesn't oh, even believe does this. Right. Next point, Damon. Oh, well, does this bring us nicely to the next point? It probably does. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the next point being, did the characters in the movie act wisely or foolishly? No, they deserve to fucking die. 4 a.m., right? (laughs) Yeah. Knock on the door. I ignore it. Yeah. I ignore it. I do wonder if this is a Blair Witch situation where they kicked over the rocks. If they ignored that first knock on the door and didn't interact with that girl, would those people have fucked off? Or would they... They probably would have just, like, kept on fucked shit. I'm going to say yes, because the answer to why us was because you were home. If they, they were pretty quiet. He was eating ice cream. She was having a shower. No, no they were having sex. Oh, they were having sex. <laughs> but it was quiet sex. To music. Yeah, to, okay, to music. Music, he, lights were on. But I just wonder if they didn't interact mm. with her. But even if they had it. Because it's a game to those people. Yeah. They were, sure. yeah that was, it was definitely a game. But even, but even if they had have answered the door, right, then Scott Speedman, don't go and get cigarettes. Or <laughs> if you must, take Liv Tyler with you. Yeah. Yep. I don't care how much of a fight you're having. You're not having enough of a fight to be leaving the woman that you apparently love, which yep. is why you're so heartbroken, leave her there by herself at 4am when some weird faceless blonde chick is like, damn home. Had she just done that once? Yep. When that yeah, she'd done that yeah. once. So, but that one encounter was enough because they're like, no, wrong house. Are you sure? And it's like, well, she's fucked. Yeah, it was obviously unsettling. And then, And then they couldn't get the lights to work. She then just goes, okay, have a, uh, I'll be seeing you, yeah. she says. And see then she later. walks away. See like you later. That. It's yeah. see you later. Because it's really innocuous when you think about it. It's yeah. awful. She walks away. He's then like, oh, someone dimmed the porch lights. I'm going to go and get cigarettes now. See you, babe. Piece of shit, Speedman. Lift, mate. And Liv Tyler, like, all right, Liv does her best because it's actually all on Speedman. Liv She's does like, her I best. I need cigarettes. He could be like, no, babe, we just got like ambushed yeah. or come with me. I just, yeah. yeah. I, I have one problem with Liv is that she never really grabs a proper weapon. Yeah. She never, like, it's she never gets really. She a knife at one point, but. But then she puts it down. Puts it down to, to it. Like, I would. She doesn't lock the, the door. Even, even. Sorry, okay. the locking of the, the, locking door, is, of the door is the dumbest fucking thing ever. You were I so. I cannot believe that. So he's gone. She gets through another yeah. encounter with the, uh, is Tamara home? Are you sure? Blah, and then, blah, blah, blah. And then more and like then, noisy banging. Yeah, banging on the door. And then she just casually locks it. And you're like, why hasn't it been locked right. from the moment he went to get cigarettes? This is fucked. And I'm guessing the back door was never locked. Never. Because old Bagface is walking in and out like he owns the place. They never considered it. Also, when she's being like, okay, so say I was being like stalked in my house, I would check the doors were locked. What I would also do is I'd like gather all my resources together. I wouldn't be like, phone over in the far corner there, me over here, something else over here. No fucking way. Hmm. I definitely wouldn't have a terrifying gramophone playing scary fucking songs. Yeah, oh, fuck. God. Fucking hell. And the minute, the minute the phone was cut, I'm calling Scott Speedman and being like, hey, boyfriend... I'll marry you. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> right. They've cut the phone. Also, Scott Speedman, don't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Just never leave. What? Like never split up. Also, ever. You just got drunk at a wedding. You come home, fall asleep, go to bed. Aren't you tired? You've been nah, up at a wedding. To, these guys are a bit emotionally fucked. 
Yeah. Do you just be sitting there in Is that worse because you get killed in your sleep, Sean? But I don't think they would have. I just wonder. Would it have ever happened if they didn't interact? I think it's the interaction. Yeah, I think as soon as they opened that door, that was it. I think that was their their kicking over the rocks moment. I think it was too. But then, then what you need to do is be smarter from that point on. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And, Grab and a knife. So, so say he then comes back, right? Stay together. Mm. Don't be like, oh, we get the rodeo. You stay in the house. We've already established they can get in and out of the house somehow. Mm. Yeah. So by that point, she's already figured out that they've either they've cut something, they cut the phone line, they've moved. Yep. Uh, what did they move? The, the fire alarm. The fire alarm. They moved the fire alarm. She knows they've they turned the stereo on in and out of the house. Mm. Yep. And she does like. And she he knows say, too. He knows honey, too. Yeah. I'm coming with you. Yeah. Because why are we splitting up? Because they've smashed his car and he's seen them outside. Yeah. Yep. Out on the road. Mm. Like they've seen stuff happen. For him to make the drastic decision to I'm going to go across here and get to the radio because that's important. The radio needed to be a factor. Yeah. Mm. There needed to be something. He needed to go to that shed and find a weapon yeah. or do something. We also needed When I see a moment like that in the movie, it goes in the shed and you look and there's a tool, there's a wall of tools mm. and there's the axe missing. I wanted to have seen the axe hanging there earlier in the film. Yeah. yeah and then it's one. gone or something like that. Well, you know? you, Tom, you made the point during the film is that these three guys came unprepared. Well, they had masks. They had no weapons. They had them. masks. They used the weapons around them. The weapon, yeah. The weapon was they took the axe and we yeah. saw Bagface. I mean, I don't mind that, that they're just going to turn up and just use whatever's in the house. So that's a cool thing for kills <sighs> to have. Yes, but then I also think that means that our protagonist should have been better equipped to handle them. If they had both grabbed a knife, stood in the center of the lounge room back to back and said, come at us, we'll stabby stabby you guys. Yeah. Then- it was, it was the constant splitting up. The fact he went out by himself to do the car thing. Yeah. Like, just- so, and, like, and then she's sitting on the steps waiting for him. And, of course, you see someone come up behind. Just, oh. Mm. He should never have gone out there on his own. She wasn't injured at that point. They could work together. Yeah. They didn't work together. That was the thing. Yeah. Also, oh, there is sure. an element, no, 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 guys, there guys, is an element guys. of fear to it, though. Guys. Yeah. That's the point. Their marriage is breaking down. They're not working together. Yeah, no, but they should have worked together by the end of the film. Yeah. yeah. And then perhaps she survived. Both survived. Give me some fucking hope. No, no, no. But even, even if they both still died, the fact that they worked together means that the moment where he notices her ring mm. has more weight because they've, they've worked together. Yeah. And then they have the moral victory against yes. the fucking psychopaths. That's if it. You kill one of them. Kill have one of the psychopaths die too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like they've yeah, got to have, have a, a real win. cost. Yeah. yeah. And so that when the two of them are leaving, you can have that bit where she says, it'll be, a bit, it'll be easier next time because yeah. they lost someone. Mm. Give Very them a cool. win, and then they could still lose, but give them a win. Yeah. But they also didn't deserve a win because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> Look, what does that imply, that end bit, that it'll be easier next time? Oh, there's a sequel. No, I know that they're setting up a sequel, but no, 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 but is I it think... implying that the the daughter no, found I don't... it difficult? And they're like, don't worry, it's going to get easier the more we kill. I don't Because think... the, the plan Sean, was Sean, pretty I don't flawless. Think, I don't think they're family. I think the two women are pretty similar in age because I think it's a bit Charles Manson-y. But even yeah. then, they're saying it to her, right? Or no, they I think, I think she just said it in general. Don't worry that it'll be easy. I, I, I think the only reason for that line mm. is to say to the audience, stay afraid because they're out there it's and they're looking there. for more victims. I think that's it's a badly written line because it raises other questions that it shouldn't. But I think the only reason it's there is so that we're going, oh, good. Yeah, no, I was right. I should. Because you, can, have, be you can still have that moment without the line so that what you do is you, you have like, say, okay, the ending's still the same. They both die. But at some point they've worked together to take down... Probably the one in the red dress. So not the one who talks because you need to keep mm. the one who can talk. Yeah. Um, they take her down 
uh, and then they, they both still die or get stabbed. And then you can have the Mormon boys arrive, and as the cops arrive, you have the truck drive past the cops, mm. and the cops come through. Because that's chill- for me, that's terrifying, is yeah. when the bad guy goes past the cops. Yeah. You know, and you can still have your Liv Tyler survived if you want it. Yeah. Or yeah. even better, you have... Because you know what I thought it was going to do? I thought it was going to do like a weird little switch and have the girl in the green, the girl in the dress call the cops and they were going to pretend it was their cabin and they fought back against Liv Tyler. Well, that's what I, I thought. That's why, because now we wondered, how come Scarecrow guy is wearing a suit? Mm. And I thought it's because, well, they've just come from a wedding. I thought that they were going to like take over their yeah, identities yeah, 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 or yeah. something. Mm. And say, no, no, they invaded our home. Do you know who doesn't behave appropriate well either? Mm. It's fucking old mate uh, Nick. Oh, Nick. Nick walks Glenn, in. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. Deserved to be shot in the face. <laughs> just saying. That is one of those scenes where the way they've done it just makes you go, nah, nah. sorry. Because he walks in. And he doesn't say hello. He walks anyone in. there. He can see there's a visible, so, there's visible signs of disturbance. First of there's all, there's a car fucked. First of all, no, 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 oh, no. Someone threw a rock at his car, and he looks oh, up and yeah. he sees a girl on the road. Yeah, yeah. And when so he gets already, out, she's gone. Already, he should be on edge. He goes inside. He would have seen his mate's car's fucked. Yeah. He goes in. The door was probably open. There's probably some things kicked over that. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird shit. He can't hear anything. At no point does he call out. Mm. No, never. He just silently walks in while being followed by Scarecrow. And then gets his face blown off yeah. by his friend. It's by quite sad. It's, it's a good bit. 100%. Yeah. It's a good it's bit. It's 100% avoidable if he just calls out. Yeah. Yeah. Says, Hello? Anyone he there? Uses- and they go, oh, that's my friend. I don't mind oh. horror film like plot points. like Because you need you know, you know need to have them in there. Just as long mm. as the characters behave a little bit more intelligently. Yes. They have yes. To- Even in Blair Witch, while they do dumb shit, they do dumb shit because it's fucking with their heads. Yeah. 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 Where for these guys, like I get that they're scared, but all their decisions seem to be based on trying to hide where hiding isn't working. Mm. Somehow these guys have them at every turn. So I just, yeah. want, to, I just want them to fight back. And when, then when they try to fight back, they do it in the worst way possible. Basically. Yeah. And then she yeah. runs out there and like, trit, oh, put some shoes on, Liv. Right. Come on, Liv. Fucking lift. Lift. Also, we talk about the fact that they took her clothes off and put her back in that dress at the end of the movie. That <laughs> is deeply strange. upsetting. It was very, very No, no, I, I like that detail. Yeah. That's fucked. Because that means yeah. it's like, bad luck. You're just going to take your clothes off and put a dress back on. Yeah. You. So last question. Yep. What would we have done? The three of us, here's the scenario. Three of us have been to a banging wedding. We've proposed to each other. <laughs> yeah. Collectively said no, and yeah. we're all a bit bummed about I'm it. I'm eating ice cream, not because I'm sad, it's just what I do afterwards. So I was eating ice cream. I'm in the bath. Yep. Sure, you're doing something. I'm probably eating ice cream too, but I'm eating it slower because <laughs> I've got a little spoon and Tom's got a big spoon. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There's a whole situation. There's a whole Twitter war about this. But, uh, and you're in separate rooms because yep. you can't be eating ice cream together. Yep. And then there's a knock at the door. And someone asked for Tamara, and the three of us are highly. So, in this scenario, we've answered the door. We well, have to have the inciting incident. Yeah, I think, we, I think you have to have the inciting incident. I think we have to. Really? Yeah. So, okay, boys. But yeah. before that happens, hmm. I am furious at both of you for wanting to open that door. I'm like, you're. Actually, no, you're that's a good point. Wits. Yeah, if this is us in this scenario, the three of us would look at each other and go, oh, I'm not answering the door. You answer yeah. it. I don't want to answer the door. All right, let's just, let's just wait in silence until they go and away. I heard you arguing his camera there. <laughs> Shit. But no, I think it's the same with like the Blair Witch thing. We could just not go into the woods. Yeah, okay. You know? So we I think we to, have to answer the door. Right. We have to have the inciting the incident. All right, cool. Yep. So, boys, here's my thing, right? They took perverse joy out of playing with them, mm. torturing them, whatever. Don't fight back. Just take it like a coward. Just lie down. We're ready to die, guys. No, no, no. Take all of the fun out of it for them. They're going to go home. 
bullshit. Like, oh, fuck, this is what we die, man. Sack <laughs> face. Because then I think they just go, oh, fuck this. Let's just stab him and be done with it. So you're going to die anyway. So. Alternative point. Yes. I put a pillowcase on, kill you two to prove my loyalty to them. <laughs> Fucking you, dog. <laughs> Are you. Wait, you're saying you're going to pause arts and crafts, a horrible mask, and, and a pillowcase? Oh, for you. Actually, hey, you asked how I would survive. This is why I didn't want to marry you, Tom. That's the reason right there, mate. Well, the other option was we all just like go out like cowards and take the fun out of it. No, like, okay, we open the door, we talk to her, but then when she's walking away, oh, I probably don't have the courage to do it, but I would follow, not follow her, but step out on the porch and just see where she's going. Because it's, it's not the middle of nowhere, but mm. that, like, you know, where did she go to? Yeah. Because you got to, wouldn't we be thinking, is mm. she with people? Is there a car? Where has she come from? What's she doing? So I, I w- think I keep eyes on her. Right. I would have questions. I think I think we would turn to each other and be like, well, that was a bit fucked. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that mm. at all. Let's yeah. go, boys. <laughs> Let's. Should we just go? Yes, I will marry you both. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, but then like, okay, it happened. It's a little bit off-putting and we're like, mm. Mm. lock the door. Yeah, okay. So, no, I think you're right. Yeah, we'll get our defenses on pretty quickly. Yeah. Because we are scary boys. Yeah. And yep. I think that's going to work in our favor in this scenario. I think we lock the door. I think we we probably do split up, but only to, to lock the to lock, fortify the place. Fortify the house. Yeah. Damo, go check the windows. Tom, yep. check the back door. I don't know what I'm doing. Checking other windows. And, and then while I'm in the back door, I put a pillowcase on. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Fuck. We, and then we I sacrifice him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's done for. Um, Guys. Just before you jump in, Damo, on what you might do, I've thought a bit more about, say we try that and we get overwhelmed and they start attacking us. Mm. We pretend that the violent acts of torture are really erotic and turning us on. <laughs> Could you imagine how off-putting it would be as a murderer if it's like, yeah, stab me harder, daddy. <laughs> he's not going to fucking, he's going to be like, what? <laughs> oh, fuck, I spoke. No, because... Like, yeah, put it right in me. No, Fuck yeah. No, that'll fall through because... Stab me harder. As soon as he stabs you, then you'll just scream. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that that does kind of put an end to things. What I, like, think, Damn it. what I think we should try and do... So, you know, when, like, they'll get aggressive and start banging the doors and smashing the windows, hmm. we just go fucking crazy. What if we meet their craziness yeah, yeah. with oh, our own? Oh, I like this. So, we go into the kitchen, we've knifed up. We got all that shit going. There's probably a baseball bat somewhere. Yeah. There's a gun too. Yeah. One of us. There is oh, a gun. Whoever's yeah. house we're in, they're a hunter. We get the gun out and we're like, we just scream at them. Like, come on, motherfuckers. And yeah. we just. I've got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? You're dead. Fuck you. Because we just it... have to last till daybreak and those Mormon boys come. Yeah. Don't go for the radio. Yeah. Fuck the radio. Nah. Mm. Just defend. At what point? Nah. Fuck it. Yeah. We've got three phones, right? Yeah. And a landline. Landline's cut. Landline's cut. We've got our three phones, though. Mm. In the movie, Liv Tyler had to charge hers because her battery was flat because she's been at a wedding all day. Yeah, that That's works. possible. Yeah. My battery might be cooked because I like to get on the camera at the mm. wedding. My battery's probably cooked because I've probably been watching the footy at the wedding. Damo's responsible, though, and probably has Mate, I've got 35% a- battery charge left. I've got a battery pack. Oh, oh Damo. <laughs> okay. All right. all right. I'm a Cub Scout. Be prepared. All right. <laughs> all right. No, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. I don't know. I, f- I like I f- meeting I their feel- crazy with crazy. I think we could do it, boys. Meeting yeah. their crazy with crazy. Because I think our fear levels would raise the point where berserkerness would be, you'd be overcome with it just to hide the fear, just to stop yourself yeah. being afraid for a second. Yeah. You'd go berserk. Yeah. I like your idea from before where we just sort Set of- Set the woods on fire. We just get in a circle 
and we just stay in that room. And yeah. it's like, if you want to come in, fucking come in. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think as soon as is tomorrow home, whatever, I, I would genuinely be like, oh, I think we need to have a sleepover in the lounge room. Yep. Because yep. I'm not going to a room by myself after that. And then that. as soon as all the banging and shit starts, then it's like, nah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go. Yeah. Mm. You want to, you want to, you picked, you picked the wrong house. Yeah. And the movie would end with them being tied up and being like, why us? And be like, because you wear dumb sacks on your faces. <laughs> I'd also involve fire. Um, I would go to the kitchen and get any like mm. aerosol can type thing and just light it up. I'd yep. have a flamethrower on hand. So I'd have a knife in one hand and a portable flamethrower in the other. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know. I reckon we'd fucking be all right. So just think our. our because we have lived Tyler on our own most of this film. Yeah. I think the three of us standing Where's in the room. Where's on our own? Where his old bag face is sneaking in the background. One of us would be like, hey, there's a bag face man right there. Yeah. And then all of us would turn and see bag face man. And then he's like, oh, shit. Uh, I'd, I'd see uh, him and scream. You can't see me. And then we'd charge him. I'd fall to pieces, but you two would be alerted. Yeah. And then be like, we've got flamethrowers and knives. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker's got a scarecrow. Just run at him. Yeah. That's the thing. Rush him. I honestly Even think rush him. The only thing that would stop us stop me from suggesting just open the front door and we just charge outside and fucking rush them is yeah. we probably wouldn't have we then expose ourselves we expose ourselves we open up the, the fortress and also we don't know how many there are technically True. there could be 10 there could be 10 so our best bet is to lock everything hmm. weapon up tool up if you will and just just last till the morning perimeter. lock it yeah. down the movie kind of kills the last of the morning thing because they get killed in the daylight hmm. last to the mormons that's true or it just but once it starts really heating up, call the cops. Yeah, I love I'd call the cops pretty early. Yeah. Oh yeah, we call. Them- it would take one. Mo- you'd have the is tomorrow home, and then if it, something else happens, it'd be like cops. Because it'd be some like weird fucks. There's some weird fucks around, but we also think there's this woman, and we think she's in trouble. She keeps asking for someone who doesn't live here. She might mm. have dementia. I don't know. If that's enough for the cops. Just be like, no, nah, Ambos would come. Hmm. They. Yep. 100%. Can I just bring up your wait for the Mormons? Yeah. I, I, that tickled me because basically I like the idea of going, guys, it's okay. The Mormons will come and save us. <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's going to be Mormon soon. It's going to be Mormon <laughs> o'clock and those boys can kick some ass. Yeah, they come in and just like, they're the experts of knocking on doors. Yeah, oh yes. my God, is that why the Mormons are in there? Because they also knock on doors? Is that some really good symbolism Ooh, from old mate? That's uh, chilling. Tristan. Tristan? I can't even remember anybody. Bruce? Something Brian Brian Benito. That's it. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. I got there. Oh, well yeah. done. Oh, we'd survive. I yeah. think we would. I think we'd do all right in this. I don't even need to betray you to survive. It's good. I don't nice. like that you still you wanted considered to. it, I'm and then out. decided to get an erection for some reason. That was well. No, weird. no. To be fair, to be fair, I'm mm. going with what Sean was doing with meet their crazy with crazy. Okay. Like, what if you just went okay full right. so, nuts at them? I do agree with Carney though, because it's hard to maintain an erection when you're bleeding out. So yeah, that especially plan, from your dick. that bad plan has some flaws. It has some flaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, and that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners have any comments about this episode or want to say hi, you can email us at three scared boys at gmail or find us on Twitter. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Orca Trade. And join us for our next episode where we'll be discussing. Dr. Terror's House of Horrors. That's the one. Stay scared, everyone.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.